Well, sir, it's early evening as we enter the small house halfway up in the next block now. And here in the living room, we find Mr. and Mrs. Victor Gook and their son, Mr. Rush Gook. This last-named individual is established at the library table reading aloud from a volume of vigorous fiction. His father and mother, seated side by side on the Davenport, listen without enthusiasm. Third Lieutenant Stanley winked, smirked, and adjusted his cravat. Where are those couple kisses you promised me, he cried. Lady Margaret Pinkin. She dug the toe of one fashionable French boot in the sand and lowered her heavy eyelashes so that the handsome young officer could not see the misty loveliness beneath. Suddenly, a near-splitting scream was heard, and a Comanche Indian chief emerged from the shrubbery. Third Lieutenant Stanley produced his automatic revolver, fired twice, and the red scoundrel toppled to the ground. Lady Margaret swooned away. The handsome okay. young... Okay. Yeah? Vic, I was supposed to call Mr. Sludge. Are you? Yes, and completely forgot. Darn it, he'll think I'm a fine one. What's the reason Well, Miss Harris is spending the night with her sister in Carlock, and both her other rumors are in Chicago, and that leaves Mr. Sludge in the house all by himself. I promised I'd invite him here to sleep. Why? Because he's scared to be alone. Oh, sad Well, he's so timid. Miss Harris told me he wouldn't any more stay in a house alone all night than a horse. I said I'd get in touch with him and see if he wanted to sleep on our Davenport. I better do it right now. What kind of a molly coddle is this sludge? He's timid. Scared to stay alone in that big house all night. Well, the guy's 40 years old, ain't he? 43, but he's a mama's boy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, 6264L, please. Yes. This is all right with you, ain't it? Sure. Miss Harris goes out of her way to be nice to me all the time. I like to do her a favor when I can. Mm. What time is it? Oh, it must be about... Uh, 8 o'clock. Well, I bet he's over there crying right this minute. It's dark out and everything, and he's probably just panic-stricken. The man is feeble-minded. No, he's not. Forty-three years old and afraid of the dark? Well, lots of fellas are afraid of the dark. It's like I say, he's a mama's boy. Wonder why he don't answer. Maybe he's in bed with the covers pulled up over his ears. Mm, or cowering in a corner. Certainly don't look like he's going to answer. Suppose he went to a hotel? Could have. Well, might as well hang up, I guess. Darn it, and I promise, Miss Harris. She'll think I'm a dandy. Why didn't Sludge telephone here? Bashfulness stopped him, probably. Uh, Willie, go look out the kitchen window and see if there's any lights on over at Harris's. Okay. I bet he did go to a hotel. Mm. Poor fella. Brother Sludge, I'm afraid, is in for a lot of heartbreak before he shuffles off this mortal coil. Any big ox his age is scared to stay in the house alone. Well, he's been babied all his life. His mother and sister treat him like cut glass ever since he was born. I can understand why he's timid and shy. Mm. There's lights over there. What? I didn't catch it. What'd you say, Rush? There's a light burning in Mr. Sludge's bedroom. There's a light burning in Mr. Sludge's bedroom. Well, then he is home. Mm. Probably afraid to answer the telephone. Are you going to call him again? Yeah. Poor fellow, I bet he's crying and sobbing to beat the band. Mm. If you don't answer this time, either you or Rush will have to go after him. Oh, hey. Sure. Uh, 6264 please. Hide down, horseshoe. Your mother's using the telephone. He probably won't answer. Well, if he's too timid to answer a half-wit telephone, he is in a bad way. Poor fella. There's a light in Mr. Sledge's bedroom and also a light in the downstairs hallway. You didn't see any signs of him, did you? Uh-uh. Well, it looks like he's not going to answer. Rush, you want to run across the alley and tell him you're... Uh, hello? Hello, Mr. Sludge? 
This is Miss Gook, Mr. Sludge. Yes. What? Oh, all right. He is crying. Well? Asked me to wait a second while he blew his nose. <laughs> I can hear him sniffling and sobbing. Why, George, if I was that big a sissy. Yes, Mr. Sludge. Oh, there, there, you'll be all right. Oh, don't cry anymore, Mr. Sludge. Guy is an idiot. He's a pretty darn good bowler. Oh, there, there, Mr. Sludge. I've seen him bowl down at the YMCA. Six strikes in a row is nothing. Do you feel better now? Uh-huh. Well, uh, Mr. Sludge, reason I'm calling... Did Miss Harris tell you I was going to... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, it completely slipped my mind. Yes. Yes. Well, would you like to? Fine. No, wouldn't inconvenience us a bit. We have a comfortable Davenport, and I'll fix you up with a pillow and blankets and you... Uh-huh. Well, we'll look for you then. Any time that suits you. Surely. That's fine then, Mr. Sludge. You bet. Goodbye. Poor fella. I hope you don't weep during the night and disturb by rest. He'll be all right. Uh, People, here's the excitement I promised you. Uh, Clear Lieutenant Stanley, disarm the savage redskin, and prepare to cope with 16 additional braves who were approaching on horseback. Lady Margaret had taken refuge behind a tree. Have I got time for a couple kisses before these Indians attack me, sang out the handsome young officer. The beautiful woman Pinkin. Oh, she's always Pinkin. Uh, beautiful woman Pinkin. Brandishing her dainty parasol, she... Telephone is ringing. Bluetooth Johnson, most likely. Answer and see. Bluetooth threatened to call. Said he had something of a very private and very trivial nature to discuss. Could be Fred and Ruthie. Five hundred. Yeah, I doubt it, though. It's past eight o'clock. Oh? Yes? Yes, I believe she is. Just a second. Miss Sandbottom? Mr. Sludge. Really? Still got a sob in his voice. May I speak with your mother, please? Somebody ought to paste Brother Sludge one upside the snoot and knock some of that craziness out of him. Yes? Yes, Mr. Sludge. Why, of course. No, not at all. Uh, Bring your things. No, you're perfectly welcome. Certainly. All right, fine, Mr. Sludge. Surely. All right. Goodbye, Mr. Sludge. What do you want this trip? Asked if he could use our kitchen sink. He's got a few things he'd like to wash out before he goes to bed. Oh, shucks. Socks and handkerchiefs, I imagine. When's he coming over? Never said. Directly, I expect. Is he all over his cry? Sounded quite cheerful. I noticed a tremor in his voice. Did you? May I speak with your mother, please? Well, he's always a little quavery, like just now. I want to wash out a few things, if I may, Miss Cook. Guy, 43 years old, afraid to stay by himself in a house all night. Well, that's just the mama's boy coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, a beautiful woman, Pinkett, brandishing her dainty parasol, she stepped over the body of the prostrate Indian and advanced towards Third Lieutenant Stanley. The handsome young officer guffawed in embarrassment. Going to give me a couple kisses, hey? He tittered. Yes, and a hug, too, said the courageous girl. At that moment, a rattlesnake slithered across the clearing. I don't suppose you want to give Mr. Sludge your bed, do you? Uh-uh. Be nice if you offered it. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. At that moment, a rattlesnake slithered across the clearing. He's a pretty tall man asleep on the Davenport. Uh-huh. You sleep comfortable on the Davenport? Oh, heck, Mom, I want my own bed. All right. 
At that moment, a rattlesnake slithered across the clearing. Lady Margaret uttered a piercing scream and swooned dead away. Well, she just got through swooning dead away. Uh-huh. The handsome young officer lunged at the reptile and seized it by its ugly head. A moment later, its lifeless body dangled from a nearby tree. By this time, the 16 savages were only a hundred yards away. Third Lieutenant Stanley, California Street. Look to the Johnson. I'll get it, Willie. Might be Mr. Sludge again. Okay. Third Lieutenant Stanley raised his automatic Let's revolver. Let's have it quiet, please. Hello. Hello? Oh, yes, Mr. Sludge. You are? Uh-huh. Well, uh, you mean you'd like to have... Uh-huh. All right. Fine. Uh, when would you like to leave? All right. Certainly, Mr. Sludge. Certainly. Goodbye, Mr. Sludge. Now, what? Uh, well, he'd like to have either you or Rush come over and get him. Come over and get him? He's timid about going across that dark old alley all by himself. Oh, Sunday. Well, Mama's boy, you know. A big baboon. I'll volunteer to escort him safely across the alley, Mom. All right. He'll be ready to leave in 20 minutes. Okay. Poor fella. Uh, I'll say. Well... Third Lieutenant Stanley raised his automatic revolver and took careful aim. He fired twice. Two redskins fell from their horses, and the rest turned and fled. Lady Margaret revived from her swoon and rose to a sitting position. How about those couple kisses, roared the handsome young officer. They were given with a will. Which concludes another brief interlude at the small house halfway up in the next block.